Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your source for church tech. It's time to press start. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Jeremy Smith and Blessing Mbofu. And uh, this this past week, um, I was at NTC, uh, which is the nonprofit technology conference it was held in portland oregon and that was pretty cool the farthest west i have ever been before that it was i think grand junction colorado is the farthest west i'd been so uh, substantial leap all the way to portland beautiful city great conference all the different nonprofits um that were there learning from one another checking out new services um stuff like that so it's pretty cool Pretty cool to see the variety of nonprofits, the different kinds of nonprofit work going on out there. And it was great to hear some of the the struggles um, and challenges facing nonprofit organizations, a lot of which, I mean, kind of aware of, um, mindful of. But to actually see so many saying the same thing was really nice to kind of um, further um, solidify, to further solidify the pains of nonprofits. So one interesting thing that uh, one quote that really stuck out, I only, I only retweeted or tweeted a couple of things from the conference, but it kind of hit me like a freight train uh, when it was said, uh, it was, it was a great quote and it was everything we build on the internet doesn't have to last. Now we've, I, th- I think we've pushed up against this a few times here on the podcast and maybe it's a generational thing. I'm not sure what it is exactly. Um, at the end of the conference, we were giving somebody a ride to the airport, and my colleague was talking about how they were going to scan in all of their analog photos, and then once they had them digitized, they were going to get rid of, throw away the the analog photos. And um, the the person that was with us was like, you know, well, what if, you know, why, why don't you keep them and make a scrapbook? And my, my colleague was like, well, if I want to make a book, I mean, I have the digital, I could, you know make one and print one out and that's very true um i i don't know if it's like i said if it's a generational thing like if you've grown up around lots of digital as a way of life and those of us that didn't early on if there's a little bit more nostalgia or more permanence about everything just in general but this idea that everything we build on the internet doesn't have to last like wow um thinking about church mag and church mag content and podcasts, podcast content, all the content that's created on YouTube. Um, just a couple weeks ago, I was Googling some stuff about Minecraft and I had to sort through all the old stuff because Minecraft has been around long enough that you can't just take the top search results, right? You have to have to really look at what's pulling up and maybe do some advanced searches so you're not getting a lot of hits on old stuff that's no longer relevant. Um, so as the internet begins to mass with more and more information and the concept of everything we build on the internet doesn't have to last, I don't know. It's a, it's kind of a newer concept for me for whatever reason. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, we went, we went from previous mediums, um, like the library of Congress, right? Like everything is, is catalog and recorded, or we have a great libraries that hold all the information, but all that is digital now. So where does that end? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think out the gate, uh, I think there's no yes or no answer. Uh, yeah, there, there isn't like a straightforward answer to say you no. Know, you know that is 
very correct. Uh, I think there are a lot of nuances that can come with that. So, for example, um, uh, the, if they still need or if there's still a problem that whatever we've built is solving, then uh, then there are uh, then there's certain reason for something to continue to be. Um, so, so I think the thing that I'd want to explore is kind of some of those reasons why something would still need to exist. Yeah, because if if you look at like our Instagram feeds, for example, like they're curated, we're careful with them, but who's to say Instagram's going to be around in another five years? Yeah, yeah. Like think think of the time and time mm. spent. Like getting your MySpace page just right, right? Because you could customize it. Like, where's that now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely get a lot of services that you don't have um, anymore. But then the question that we need to be digging down into is why don't they exist anymore? Uh, what or 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 why did they um, decide to turn out the lights? Right. But I think what's so powerful about this quote of everything we build on the internet doesn't have to last is that I think so many times when we approach decisions surrounding technology, whether it be a computer purchase, a tablet purchase, building a website, creating content, whatever it may be, we have a tendency to think of like this is forever as if it's the last time we're going to buy a tablet or it's going to be this video we're going to put on YouTube that is going to be, you know, cherished by, by millions, right? <laughs> like that's just not always the case. So I don't know, you know, maybe it's a good question to ask when we're creating digital content, but digital content and the value that it has is, is a lot different than it was than, than things that were put in print or created 20 and 30 years ago. So it's, mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so I think that there's two different things to this, at least in my mind. First of all, so I'm reading, or I'm going to write a review pretty soon about a book, the guy that created Pixar. Um, he got to meet with Steve Jobs because obviously they helped found or establish that and really kind of worked that program. But when, when I think about that book, he talks about how arts and technology have a long history together, but art is something that's established to be there forever. Whereas technology is something that is eventually supposed to go into a recycling a landfill or a recycling center. And so when we talk about this, I, from a technology standpoint, sure. Yeah. Totally hundred percent support the idea of eventually it needs to go away. The ministry we do, the building that we serve in all that stuff, a hundred percent support it. But when I think about the stuff that we have, the um, creativity, the inspiration that we have from all this stuff, that's really, really hard because the legacy that goes with it, that the creative inspiration that goes into these things, I don't want that to be gone. I want that to be lasting, to change lives, to always and forever hold up. Right. Because if we look at That's a tough one for me, literature, the technology of books, the printing press, if we look at everything that was created and printed since the, the printing press was invented, only a small sliver of literary works have you know, withstood the test of time. Just no, no matter what the thought process was, as far as art and the creation of it going to be lasting forever, it just it just didn't, right? So I, I guess we've 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 had this dynamic before. 
I, I just can't help but wonder. I, I don't know. It's like a two-edged sword. Like part of me thinks, well, it's going to be even easier for stuff to last. But at the same time, it's just easier to delete, right? <laughs> it's, it's a double-edged sword. I think a lot of it de- is determined by the creator. Um, if you think about, I mean, I don't know who said this, um, but it's almost a cliche now where they talk about how uh, a masterpiece is uh, is never complete. Um, it's 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 only abandoned. Um, so you know when I think about like the uh, MySpace, for example, did they reboot? I think they reboot. They tried a few times. Do they exist still? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, they're still trying to make it, right? <laughs> they still try to make it, and no, they don't exist anymore, or at least not. From- right. Well, I mean, just just like look at Google Plus because that was even that was a an interesting window from start to finish because Google's still around, right? And th- they put all the chips in so, so much to agree. I, me- I remember like feverishly putting together like a Google plus kind of review thing for church Mac, like just going crazy. Like I-, I got an early beta and then we were sharing it in the comments. You could share beta codes and it was like this big thing, right? Like this could be like better than Facebook because it's got all Google and it's all connected to all the things. And now Google plus is gone, Right. And, and communities that were built within that uh, post that were created and shared, et cetera, et cetera, they're just poof, yeah. they're gone. But if we're looking at it within the context of scripture, things were completed. Things, masterpieces were finished. Even if it was considered in the realm of sin, humanity was still considered a completion. Um, the entirety of nature and everything that went with that was considered completed. Um, and right. So we, it's, it also we it also like script, scripture would also say like it it turned to dust, right? <laughs> Which it did, right? But I think it was completed, and I I don't I think that it was um, expected with the idea that it would remain forever, mm-hmm. uh, right? Well, you know, like I still I don't have them anymore, but for a long time I kept digital files of some uh, video graphics I created. In, for for a college project, like I have no idea, like the proprietary graphic format that they were in, like could never be opened. It could only be opened by that one CGI program that we had oh, in goodness. school. You know that doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. You can't even like. But you still have the files. I, I, well, I did. Yeah, I finally got rid of them because they were literally completely useless. And even if you could open them or restore them some way, it would be so. Yeah. Um, Irrelevant. Yeah. So, but it's interesting, you know, like I held on to them, you know, just in case, I guess. I don't know. I I just, maybe it's because I'm such a person that kind of thinks of all this stuff needing to last or having to last when the truth of the matter is, is that most of it doesn't. Yeah. Um, I think somehow things do have a lifespan uh, and, and that could apply to whether it's something that you build on the internet or even a ministry program that runs in your church or or something your organization does, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, what never changes... That's good, yeah. What never yeah, changes no, is right. the mission. And, and, um, and the question... And, and the question, but, but the... Uh, I don't know where I read this a few years ago, whether we're talking about how you kind of date your idea, but you're married to the mission. Um and 
And so the question really would be, what technology or what means uh, do I now use to pursue my mission with? Um, so, so in that, so in that sense, then you you can then look at uh, something that you build as temporary, and and maybe that's actually not a bad way to think of things. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think you're absolutely right. I mean, you could look back and say, well, you know, what happened to the fax machine, mm-hmm. right? Like everybody had a fax machine. Yeah, yeah. Faxes were were sent everywhere you could subscribe to faxes so that you would get like you can get this newsletter sent to you every week and it would just print out on your fax machine it was like magical because you wouldn't have to send stuff to the mail anymore it could just print out right there like that was reality that was the future that's what we were doing but that does not exist any longer right so so you're absolutely right like uh Hadn't you could say, well, you know, why did we invest in that? Why did any of us do that? Well, it was moving towards something else, right? If, if we're saying that whatever we're doing doesn't, I mean, at a certain level, doesn't have a doesn't have permanence, right? That it's that it's 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 for a certain period in time. There's also another issue that I would also be very careful of, which is um, we can have a tentative nature about stuff. Um, where where sometimes we even don't fully work something out, or or make sure that we've worked on it to adapt. And the issue sometimes isn't isn't a lifespan issue. It's 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 an agility issue. Um, are we going to adapt something um, to so that it continues to be effective, um, or is it is this the end of some of 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 whatever we've built? Um, whether is it a uh, from a perspective of, um, you know, it's basically gotten to the end of its life cycle, uh, or is it a, okay, w- you know, we're supposed to slim down to uh, have, um, you know, to uh, Olympic standards, um, but we're just not going to do it. So, you know, um, then then take the exit, you know what I mean? I'll be honest, though, I feel like this whole idea of things just have a, a shelf life and they can end in and of itself mm-hmm. feels a very easy answer. Like, well, it just eventually we'll throw it away where the idea of striving for something that lasts, I feel like is ingrained in me and not even mm-hmm. from like a biological standpoint. I, I mean, like from a, even a spiritual standpoint of wanting to have something that I build that stands the test of time that whether for myself or for the gospel and for everything else, I'm not saying it's forever and ever. And I realize that we need to hold loosely to stuff. So I'm not saying that, but I feel like it's just kind of an easy out to go this route as far as the conversation. I don't know. I mean, I realize I'm probably being too hard on it, but no, I think, I think the important thing is to realize that understanding that, not everything that you build on the internet has to last. The importance of that is that you don't put so much weight necessarily in all the decisions and that it's okay to update and it's okay to change and that you do focus on whatever mission that you have on hand, right? Um, Like Blessing was saying, because, I mean, that's the nature of tech is it's always, always changing, right? Um, and, and those that are say that are like, Oh, well I keep using windows 95. It just works. I just don't go on the internet. It's like, well, 
that's not much of a strategy, right? <laughs> so also, who's saying that? The Windows ninety five. Well, the people that think that it should last and it should stand the test of time. There right? is a computer in space that was running Windows ninety five for a long time. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, so um, I don't know. I, I guess to me, you know, that's that's kind of the the, the takeaway there. Um, is is to hold a little bit loosely to those things. Um, hold a little bit loosely, but still shooting for, especially with the not necessarily the material things, but the things beyond that that hopefully will last. That will continue to strive on, even if the doors of your church were to shut. Would people miss you? Would your ministry still be spread? In fact, could shutting your doors be the best thing for your ministry? That's a very interesting question. So, sometimes to church, sometimes I think some churches need to be shut. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me wonder how, how much we get lost in the, like, the tasks and the grind and lose sight of the mission and the purpose. You know what I mean? Like so busy building a thing that we kind of forget like what we're actually doing. Does that make sense? Like we gotta learn this new song, and we gotta do this thing, and we gotta do that thing, and it's like, why? Why do you have to do that thing? Is that what's important? <laughs> ah, super, super f- uh, philosophical, I guess. <laughs> thing that's driving everything too, though. So we have to recognize that too. So super philosophical, but we gotta own it. Yeah. So if you're listening, you have some thoughts on it. We definitely want to hear about it. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag Podcast by visiting Church Mag Online. You'll find a link on our main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's Church Mag. And while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message. And be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag Podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 